Med Family is a show about a family journeying through medical school with kids and navigating married life. Tag along to see how we got here and where this journey is taking us. Hello, welcome to our podcast, Med Family. I am the host, Eric Acker. Tonight we are giving Karen the night off, and instead we are going to do a very special episode with Jiron Mall. Jiron is a Trinity medical student. He has been with me since term one, and he brings a unique perspective to the medical school journey because Jiron is an international medical school grad, a true in the true sense. He comes from St. Vincent and the Grenadines. So his first two years of basic sciences, he actually was able to stay home and commute to school, whereas all the rest of us had to travel to St. Vincent and the Grenadines and was learning about the island and all of it had all it had to offer. He uh, then, of course, transitioned here to Warner Robins, Georgia, and, and has been doing clerkships with me. And so I think he, again, brings a very interesting perspective and one that I uh, hope the audience would appreciate. And here's the interview. With me today, uh, Jiron. Um, how do you pronounce your last name? I always kind of mess this up. It's Mall. Mall? Yeah, like shopping mall. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> I brought Jiron in here because he's one of our students in our term who actually comes from St. Vincent and the Grenadines. So I, I thought that he would have, obviously, a little bit of a different perspective on medical school than I have had. Right, right. <laughs> I guess to just get started, just give us uh, maybe a little bit of your background mm-hmm. uh, entering medical school and, and where you're at in the process now. Uh, as, as condensed as you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so I, I did high school in St. Vincent. Okay. And our education system is a little bit different. So we have primary school, which you guys call elementary school, which okay. is grades one to six. Then we have high school, which is forms one to five, which would be like grades seven to 12 or so. Okay. And then we do two years of community college, which I guess would be like grade 13, 14. Okay. And no, after graduating... Sophomore. Right. Okay. After graduating, community college will be about 18 years old. And then I started um, Trinity pre-med program. Wait, so you graduate the community college, you graduate at 18? At 18, oh, and okay. I graduated so you guys are high school at 16. a little bit ahead of us then, essentially. A little bit, yeah. Okay. After community college, you graduate with A-levels, which are like British qualifications. That's how the British system is set up. Okay. And in community college, I did biology, chemistry, mathematics, and computer science. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Is that all? <laughs> That's all, yeah. <laughs> That's all. That's all. <laughs> So I I took the... Did you always want to go into medicine. medicine then? Or? Yes, I did. Oh, I okay. always... Well, when I was a, a little child, maybe like 8 to 10, 11 years old, I wanted to be a pilot. But then <laughs> as I grew old, I realized I didn't want to, to spend so much time um, away from my family, you know? So you chose to be a doctor instead. I, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's strange, it's strange. But I, I still hold the, the, same, the same position. I, I still want to, to spend a lot of time with my family, so I want to choose... Uh, a career path in medicine that would allow me to be home enough to, to be with my kids, wife, etc. Raise okay. my family, yeah. 
And so when you first got into, mm -hmm. when you first were yes, looking to go into medical school, why did you pick Trinity besides, I guess it was on the island? Right. Was it, was that, because you have like three, three, four medical schools on the on island. On the island, yeah. Out of those on the island, Trinity was the, the best option. And I wanted to do either Trinity or St. George's because of the shorter route of the program. If I, if I went to a U.S. medical school, I would have had to, to do an undergrad which would have been four years, and then the MD for another four years. Oh, okay. But going to Trinity or St. George's in Grenada would have allowed me to do a five-year program, one-year pre-med, and then four years MD. Oh, okay, so you, you did do the pre-med program. I did, yeah. Oh, I did a one-year okay. pre-med at Trinity, allowing me to, to graduate earlier than, than most doctors. So you you were actually kind of in school for like a year before I even yep, got there. Okay. I was, yep, yep. When you wanted, when you decided, finally decided you wanted to be a doctor, what kind of doctor did you want to be? I changed that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> originally originally I wanted to, to be a plastic surgeon. Because oh, I just okay. I just felt like it was a very prestigious career, you know, and they did a lot of cool procedures. I was fascinated with um cleft palate mm. and cleft lip uh surgeries. Did uh, you in terms of changing lives of those little kids. Plastic surgery was was my, my main interest. Oh, okay. Not sure about right now. <laughs> then <I'm laughs> well, we'll, we'll get that for sure. Yeah. And then you did one year of the under, kind of undergrad, right. and then you jumped into the to the MD program. Like, what was, I guess, the most challenging thing that you faced in the the program, the actual MD program? In the, in the MD program, I would say the most challenging thing was um, adapting to the workload, because community college and even the pre med undergrad at, at Trinity. Neither, neither of those programs required you to study as much as the actual MD program. They were, they were basically just shoving knowledge down our throats in MD, you know? Well, you guys seem like you guys handled it really well. I, I like, think so. I think, yeah. I mean, did. like every Saturday morning, well. anatomy, um, mm -hmm. tutoring, tutoring sessions you guys, and so forth. You guys had done the tutoring, I think, already. Right. And then so you were answering all the questions that were just out of this world. <laughs> Anyone who had that, times, uh, that tutor times. was was a little extra on mm. his uh, slides. But <laughs> but you guys seemed like you guys had it down. Like I, I felt I you. walked out of there every time. was like, I know nothing. Ah. <laughs> I need to go back and study some mm -hmm, more. You guys mm -hmm, were answering mm -hmm. questions. so Appreciate that. <laughs> I'm going to backtrack it just a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. where are you at now? Uh, just no. So people... In terms... Oh, oh. So you, you did your pre-med. Right, You started right. Uh, Trinity when I started. Mm -hmm. um, so you... Now I'm... Where are we? We are halfway through third year. Yeah. Third year. So third year is the year we do our clinical rotations. I've done, what, three, two so far? Which, which, which ones have you done? Pediatrics and OBGYN so far. And I have about five weeks left of internal medicine. Okay, so you're about half, a little over halfway through the internal medicine. Right, yeah. Which, um, I know we, we, were, we both had Dr. Das at yeah, different for times mm -hmm. for pediatrics. And OB, was it Dr. Brooks as Dr. well? Dr. Brooks, yeah, oh, okay. Dr. Brooks. What have you done so far for internal for internal, I had my specialty with Dr. Rihawi. He's um infectious disease. Oh, okay. I've heard a lot of really good things. About yeah, him. he's really, really cool. And, and you'll see a lot. And he teaches a lot as well. Okay. Yeah, Patrick, he, he had had him and he was pretty excited. To yeah, have yeah. Patrick so. had a lot of fun with him. Yeah. Patrick even went in on his virtual component to be with Dr. Rihawi. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. When he, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's always kind of nice to do. Yeah. So you you done the subspecialty, and then did you do virtual as well? Or no, my virtual is my last part in January, so oh, I could go nice. home. Yeah, you yeah. A little bit of time to to go home and 
So spend Christmas with the family and stuff. Wh- when are you heading home? Next week, Saturday, December eighteenth. Oh. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So what, what are you looking forward to most? Oh, I'm looking forward to some some good food. You know, <laughs> really, <laughs> really looking forward to. And it's different food, obviously. But. Different food, yes, yes, different food. <laughs> what are you looking? What are, what are you looking forward to like, specifically? Like, in terms of the food, food I, I really, really need some some blackfish. I don't know if you ever had blackfish when you were there. No, I can't say that I have. Ah, I think it's like it's it's. Kind of similar to whale, but don't quote me on that. Okay. But it's not. Nice. It has whale either, so. <laughs> <laughs> so blackfish, any, like, is that like a typical traditional dish that you yeah. have when you go for like Christmas and whatnot, or? Uh, Christmas, no, not really. Uh, Christmas is more, you know, ham and turkey, oh, chicken, okay. pork especially. Okay. We love our pork around Christmas time. Roast pork and so forth, yeah. There's even a, a Christmas song <laughs> <laughs> about roast pork, yeah. The island is actually, uh, for, we stayed Christmas mm-hmm. in 2019, I think. Okay. Uh, when we first got there, we didn't right. leave, essentially. Right. But it was interesting, because they had, you guys had like the seven days and seven nights, I think is what it is. Oh, nine nights. Nine, nine nights, Nine yeah. nights, yeah, in the botanical gardens, yeah. And that, that's just, it's so, it's so different. <laughs> <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Um, I I never actually got to go to it, uh, but I would, I would be driving people to the airport, and we yeah. were going through... Uh, Stubs. Oh, Stubs. Stubs Nine mornings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and so you'd you'd drive through Stubs, one of mm-hmm. the little, I guess, villages yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. And there'd be people. I'd be dropping people off at like five o'clock in yeah, the morning. Yeah. People and in like, the street. Yeah. <laughs> they're all over the street, like yeah. like been partying all night. It's been pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it start, It starts at four a.m. The nine mornings leading up to to Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it's different. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I have never seen anything like that in the states. Yeah, so. <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah, it's definitely a, a unique tradition in in Saint Vincent. Do you guys have any other like traditions that you enjoy, particularly enjoy doing when you when you go back? Uh yeah. If I go back any summer, then I'm looking forward to carnival. Oh. All those costumes yeah, and, we never, and parties and stuff. I never got to experience, experience that because yeah. the COVID, COVID, yeah, COVID yep. kind of subdued it a little bit. Yeah, but, but yeah, that would definitely be something to experience. Do you a good do time. island hop? I've heard some people do this where they like yeah. go to Trinidad, do carnival oh. in Trinidad, and they go to like <laughs> <laughs> Saint yeah. Vincent. I have never done that, but oh, okay, that would be fun as well. Trinidad carnival is earlier than ours. I think it's around February, uh, February, yeah. Okay. And then there's Barbados, they call their carnival crop over. Oh, okay. that's nice. Too, so, yeah. what, what's the is there a significance to that? Crop over, or I just, I can't just tell carnival you. in general. Oh, carnival in general. Uh, I'm not sure from where it came. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure of the history of that one. So, I'm gonna I guess, steer us a little bit back to the topic. I know it's yeah. totally fine. Like, what, what kind of, I guess, unique challenges you're in? Yeah, we're both international medical students, right, but I'm right. U.S. Mm-hmm. international, so I think you probably have different challenges. A, uh, um, in terms of immigration and so forth? Yeah, getting yeah. here or just being practicing? Or, right, you know, right. What, what, what does it take for you to be able to be to here? Be here. I, I need a B-1 visa. Thankfully, I had family in the U.S. that I would visit from time to time. Oh, okay. So I always had a, a visa, and I had my visa renewed in 2017. Oh, and it's good for 10 years. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So I have it until 2027. But at the same time, I still have to leave the U.S. every six months because I can't be here for more than six months at a time Oh, okay. on the B-1 visa. That's the challenge for now. And then when residency gets started, I would have to look for sponsorship for a J-1 visa, I believe, 
or H1 when I start to so work. So these are like programs that would allow for sponsorship? Yeah, certain programs would sponsor like a student visa. So you could be oh, a okay. full-time resident. You don't have to leave the States every six months and so forth. And oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. That would be great. Definitely. Well, Since I'm not a U.S. citizen. So you, you do intend to do like the match? Oh, yeah, for sure, here. for sure. Oh, okay. I intend to get into that next year when we finish course. Yeah. 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 It's not, it's coming up quick. It's coming up like quick. Yeah. July fifteenth, I think. Yeah, that's when we, we we finish, yeah. So we'll have to get step two done and get our letters and so, uh, electives. Electives and, and those things, yeah. yeah. In time um, for September. So a residency in the US. Mm-hmm. Are you hoping to practice in the US too? Or? Yes, definitely, okay. definitely. I hope to practice here in the US. Uh maybe for about I don't know, ten years or so. Uh, before I go back home and and set up shop there, I definitely want to raise my kids in Saint Vincent. Okay. Yeah, looking looking very far ahead, <laughs> which so could be dangerous you sometimes, gotta, you know. But yeah, yeah. how old are, uh, how old are you right now? I'm 22. 22. Okay, yeah. so you have a residency that could be anywhere between three to uh, I'll give you eight years there, <laughs> yeah. depending on if you go to plastic surgery route. Right. Right. <laughs> and then 10 years, so you got 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're you're gonna be kind of older when you start having kids. Is that? I I mean I don't know I don't know you <laughs> never know. Things could change, right? <laughs> Things could definitely change. You never know where it would go. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Never know where it would go. What was some some of the hardest things I guess coming here besides the visa? Right. Like just coming to Warner Robins. Warner Georgia. Robins, Georgia. Okay. Because like we had when we flew to St. Vincent. Right. There was a lot of unknowns. Yeah. Like, and being a family, we, we didn't have student housing. Uh, so we had to kind of figure out housing yeah, before housing. we got there. And right. there, you guys don't exactly have a Craigslist for housing. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we we had we had uh, families that had been here, okay. been on the island. And before. they just set us up with places. Good, like, good, good, good. We inherited yeah. their car, their landlord. And I see, I see, I see. <laughs> just handed straight down to you. Yeah, that, yeah. it worked out really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Coming from St. Vincent to the U.S., I imagine there's, like, different things right. that you guys go through. Like, what what are some, I guess... The biggest change for me was getting accustomed to the weather. Because we came <laughs> up we came up in January, and that was, like, you know, prime winter time. Still, you know, it still rains. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... Yeah, waking up to negative two degrees Celsius and so forth. That uh, was um, what is that in Fahrenheit? What is I, that I have no idea. Maybe, like, uh, 28th or 30th or so. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys all do the Celsius. We do Celsius, yeah. It doesn't change. Like on the island, it felt like it was always 75 Mm. to 85. Right, yeah. It's pretty, pretty constant over there. Yeah, around. That's beautiful. That's what I love about it. It was nice. It was never cold. Uh, (laughs) Shots all year round. (laughs) And and here, yeah, you guys came in January. Yeah, we we didn't have snow, but. It did get, it did, we did get some cold weather. It uh, was, yeah. And this was is the south. Cold. I mean, yes, you've, exactly. you've been, obviously been to like the north, haven't you? Yes, I've been to New York and Baltimore, oh, okay. Virginia, yeah. Have you been there with the snow? or? No, I never experienced snow, actually. <laughs> okay. I never experienced well, snow. Well, maybe, maybe in January you're, you're, you figure you find a way to find their way to the snow. <laughs> to the snow, yeah. I have to at least once in my life, yeah. <laughs> Might be um, very cold, but... Yeah, so, be so the, there's the weather. What else? What else was a, a bit of an adjustment? Uh, driving, driving for sure. Between me and you, um, luckily I, I did it <laughs> in my apartment complex. But one time I actually was driving on the wrong side of the road in in my apartment well, I mean, complex. So, in I all mean, fairness, in Saint Vincent, you mm-hmm. drive on the left side. We of drive the road. on the left side but in you, Saint Vincent. You, yeah, you, your position in the vehicle is on the. On the right, right side. side, correct, yeah. Right, right hand, hand drive, drive, left hand, on the, left, yeah. yeah, correct, so, correct. And here is just completely opposite. 
I had one instance where, where I was on the wrong side of the road. Like, was it in Warner Robins? In or? Warner Robins, Oh, yeah. okay. But at least it was it was not on, like, a main street or anything. It was just in within the oh, apartment yeah. complex, yeah. yeah and nobody was coming, thank you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think day one when we got there, a landlord you know, got us in the car, and he was like, okay, now drive to, it was, like, Diamond Grocery <laughs> in wow. um, near Thomas. And right. I was like, okay. Just and like I was, that. And I, I, I think I two or three times on mm-hmm. that trip even it's like a block it's yeah. like not even a mile a kilometer or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I drove on the wrong side on the wrong just side a couple yeah. times and he was just like okay well <laughs> go get your groceries <laughs> yeah that, that's definitely to be expected you know oh. that's also one of the adjustments we had to make now I would almost think that like speed mm. would be an adjustment but St. Vincent's, like, you guys drive fast <laughs> anyway. Like, even the amount uh, of the road is, like, curvy. Like, yeah. you guys are driving fast. Relatively fast, I would say. Did, yeah. Did, did, did those translate here, or did you... Uh, no, here, you know, you have to stay within the speed limit. It's it's much more enforced here, uh, speed limits and so yeah, forth. Yeah, we actually have traffic cops. Right, like, exactly. Versus, like, St. Vincent. I, I've seen police officers. Right. They, they generally don't. Yeah, the, the speed limit, I don't think, is, is so much enforced in St. Vincent, you know, with speed guns and these things to, to check your speed and <laughs> flag you down and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it, you, you can't be going recklessly fast at the same time. You go off the road and die. <laughs> <laughs> you get hit by an H-man. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think you drive it in St. Vincent for myself, I, I got a lot more comfortable dimensions mm. of my vehicle. Right. Um, like knowing where it ended and started. Yes, like you can get yes. really close to vehicles. Yes. Because you, you have to. That's yeah. Vincent. Some, Some of the roads are narrow were, and so forth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I imagine that's probably paid off uh, somewhat well here. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you a better driver overall. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> haven't 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 crashed into anything yet. Good, so. good, good, good. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> and same same for you. It sounds like yeah. And yeah. you had so far so good. You had the prototype in Macon, so you've actually had to do like daily trips. Yeah, on, on, freeway. on freeway. Yep, yep, yep. And and Georgia drivers don't represent the rest of the country. I see. Like I see. Yep. Oh. Oh, is that so? No offense to any Georgia <laughs> listeners, but like, oh. like so many red lights I've, I've seen get run. Mm. Like you oh. see it turn yellow and like mm. they're just gunning. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, it's un, they're under the light when it's red. It's like, mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's I see, light. I see, I see. Yeah. I see. The insurance is a lot more expensive than, than in other places. Um, <laughs> started off with thinking about plastic surgery. Right. Not so sure about plastic surgery now. What do you? Where are you at in that spectrum now? What are, um, you, what are you leaning towards? I'm kind of leaning towards hospital medicine. Okay, so like a hospitalist. Hospitalist. I fell in love with the hospitalist lifestyle. Seven what? or ten days on, seven <laughs> or ten days off. Yeah, it's, that's it's, a that's a good lifestyle, and the salary is pretty decent considering you work only half the year. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah, that's hard to. Mm-hmm. Is it is it just that? Like, or what, what's what else is appealing about that lifestyle besides you know half your life is before? Uh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, apart from that, um, I think internal medicine is is interesting as a field itself because you you know a lot about everything mm-hmm. rather than a lot about one thing. If you specialize in like cardiology, you'll know everything about the heart. But as an internal medicine physician, you have to know uh, okay. a broader scope of things, which will make you feel. You know, you'll feel smarter also in the end. Well, yeah, you're I suppose. taking all that information that you yeah. you got in medical school, and now you're you're applying it constantly, right. constantly, um, yep. across the board. Because you still have to do an internal medicine. Everyone basically, if you want to go cardiology or whatnot, right. generally has to do a three-year internal, internal medicine. Med. Yeah, before you, you specialize. Yeah. Um, 
handling those complex hospital patients and so forth. So do you, does the, because um, a lot of the hospitals, you have a certain patient limit. This is how I understand it, correct uh, me if I'm wrong, because mm-hmm. uh, I haven't done my internal medicine rotation. Right. But you, you have a certain number of patients you see in a day, like you have mm-hmm. 15 whatever assigned. I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't I didn't have a hospitalist rotation, unfortunately. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you, you so you see your patients and then I think the way Houston mm-hmm. does it is like you you have like a bunch of assigned hospitalists on duty. Right. But and they do the work in the morning and then mm-hmm. about one mm-hmm. they all kinda check out. Yeah. And one guy kinda hangs out until the, the night shift comes uh, on at seven. Right. And uh, I, so see. He, I see and change over. Yeah, he just kind of hangs on. I see, and, I see. And then they just rotate who's the guy who... Right, is. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is pretty great, because mm-hmm. you end up working like, I don't know, what, eight to, eight eight to, to one to or one two. Or so. like, that's yeah. pretty, like in the hospital, but then even after, you, even after you get out the hospital, you have to, to keep your phone on. Yeah, I mean... Just in case, yeah. I think that's... I can, I can probably live with that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. That sounds pretty enticing to me. <laughs> do, you, do you like the... I don't want to make this sound like a bad thing, mm-hmm. like, but there's different personalities, and I think my personality falls into this category where I like having patients. I right. like patients, but like it doesn't bother me if I don't see the same patient all the time. Like, uh, <laughs> like if it's like I have an assigned patient, uh, you know, for this week, mm-hmm. and then next week I I have yeah, a different another, patient, another patient load, and yeah. you know, if I mm-hmm. never see that first patient last week, it's not going to. It's not going to bother you. It's not going to bother me. I understand that. I I could relate with that. Uh, to an extent, but I would also enjoy making bonds with my patients. Okay. Yeah, so seeing you them like the long-term improving. Patient, yeah, patient that, position relationship. That would also be nice if if you get to see them improve along the way, yeah. <laughs> see them get better and so forth. Yeah, better than worse. Yeah, at the same time, it could be it could be bad if they if they keep getting worse, and then you build up that connection with them, and you end up um, you know, having having to take it on, and and feel bad about it. I always think of it like a surgeon, mm-hmm. like. I want to get in there and fix it. Ah, and get then, out. like, get out. <laughs> Never and see then them again. <laughs> someone else gets to deal with the chronic uh, problems. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. the chronic problems are interesting, but they're just not so satisfying. Yeah, I mean, definitely. to me, they're not I agree. Satisfying. I agree. I agree. Um, I agree. Me stepping a little bit into the outpatient setting here with the chronic <laughs> problems, diabetes and hypertension. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> every Every three months checkup. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, that's exactly, uh, that's exactly right. Hi, Mr. Right. Aka, how are you doing? You checking your blood pressure at home? And generally, <laughs> like, they'll, they'll have, like, a McDonald's bag right mm. next to them. Like, yeah, of course I am, doctor. <laughs> Keeping that sugar on the tabs? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my background was in, I worked as a surgery coordinator in ah. um, an MSK clinic, a musculoskeletal, so we had podiatry. Or nice, no. nice, So nice. podiatry, as you might imagine, mm-hmm. has a lot of diabetic right, patients yeah. with diabetic wounds, yeah. a lot of amputations. Right, so right. we saw we we would have repeat customers mm-hmm. who would, you know, come in for a toe amputation mm-hmm. and you know they have the development also somewhere else and now it's a leg amputation, uh, below the knee amputation, above mm-hmm, the knee amputation, mm-hmm. and it's like just slowly slicing them up. I see, I um, see, yeah. So that's maybe why I have a bad taste in my mouth for some <laughs> of that stuff, because like yeah, it's so experience was, was a little like, tough. And mm-hmm. it, it's, a, you know, chronic diseases, you, and I've probably said this before, but you build habits, right. life, you know, lifetimes of habits, or good habits, like mm. if you go to the gym, like yes. probably you, not I me. do, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you build a habit of going to the gym, mm-hmm. and that's, it's easier for you to just wake up and go to the gym yep. versus 
me who's built a lifetime of never going to the gym. Right. Had a few to start, yeah. <laughs> I had to start, and mm-hmm, that's going to mm-hmm. be a struggle. We had a spot to start, yeah. So when you do that with food and eating, like you eat whatever you want, right? And you build this long time habit, then your doctor tells you you got to keep your blood sugar under yep. control. You got to eat better, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's. I can it's understand tough. why it's hard. Uh, yeah, it is. Like, it I is a lot definitely. of sympathy for the patients. I definitely, just, I agree with you hundred percent. After after living a certain way for all your life, to have to go and make. Uh, dramatic adjustments could could be extremely challenging. Yeah, could be extremely challenging. Uh, actually, want again. I'm sorry, I'm jumping around a lot here, but you wanted to be a plastic surgeon. But did you did you get any like medical experience? No, like, I didn't. Anytime ch- shadowing a doctor, no, or like that? I didn't. I went straight from high school, college to Trinity pre med. So, how is it compared to what you imagined it to be? Uh, it's just as I imagined. Just it as to you be. imagined yeah. it, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very, very accurate. Very oh, accurate. Okay. So far, so good. How, how so? Every everything is in terms of like independence and how much was expected of us as third year medical students okay. in terms of the workload in the first two years. I expected it to be to be definitely a lot. What about like the practice of medicine, like you, with your preceptors' practices and whatnot, like the. Um, the implementation of medicine, how, right. how it is administered, is that about what you kind of expected it to be like? like in, the, in terms of, what, what do you mean by that? Uh, like patients, uh, patient interaction mm. in the office. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I definitely, I mean, it's, it's basically the same uh, anywhere you go in the world, and in, in St. Vincent, it's no different. So I, I used to see okay. a doctor in St. Vincent myself, and my parents and my grandmother would also have regular checkups. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it's all pretty constant pretty constant in in that in that light okay yeah okay. what were some of the, i guess your best moments in medical school best moments in medical school academic or otherwise okay i would have to say meeting all all of you wonderful oh, people we'll pay you later <laughs> no I, i'm serious i'm serious um i like i like meeting people and through trinity and the small classroom environment uh give give me an opportunity to you know make make friends with almost everybody in any class and be I able like to your hang small out. classroom environment. Yeah. Our class was like, it started out around 80. Mm, it did, <laughs> until one, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we ended up, I think, towards the fifth term. There was right. around, I, mean, I think most of the 80 were still around yeah. in some capacity. Right, right. Uh, about around 30, 40. 40, I think, yeah, about term. 42 or so. Yeah. yeah. Very good people, though. When you were the term rep for term uh, four. I was term rep in term, term four, uh, yeah. Term four, which is difficult because you have three MBMEs. Three the MBMEs at the end, yeah. And then yeah. during COVID, where during COVID every as well. student was scattered across probably yep. dozens of time zones. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah. um, my time as term rep, uh, it, was, it was fun. It was manageable. Did, did you also, I think I remember on our opinion ceremony, you were being, ah. uh, um, getting accolades for also doing improv piano. I Oh yes, I did. You're right. <laughs> so like, I did take advantage of online school at that time. Yeah. That that term was actually a very productive term for me. Oh term gosh. three and four. Yeah, yeah. This is being home. It was productive. I got I got fat. I gained a lot of weight. I gained about twenty five pounds. But um, it was very productive. <laughs> I had well, all the time to myself. It's it's impressive because our term reps. In our term, uh, last had typically struggled in some way, manner or another. Right. For my, I speaking for myself oh, academically, right. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't fall below any major line, but I definitely didn't do as well third term as I had done yeah. second and first. You, you feel like the term <laughs> rep had something to do with that? What's well, yeah, being term mm. rep, being kind of drawn into all sorts of different conversations mm. and all sorts of different. They, just trying to negotiate different yeah. things trying on to behalf of different students different personalities, and stuff. I see. Um, I see. 
Yeah, I could understand that. And so it distracted me, and I think better people will, yeah. wouldn't get distracted. Right, right, right. <laughs> so that's that's a big reason why, like term four, I was like, no, I I didn't done. do super great, and uh, I need to make sure I get through these last three MBMEs. Right, finish strong. Um, and then, then you were, I think your name was tossed out there. And I was like, this Gmod would be excellent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you for that recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you did you did a great job. I didn't I didn't see any hiccups. Yeah, I didn't I didn't find it bad at all. It was it was pretty smooth you know corresponding with the professors and certain students you know you had certain students who would always be like hey can you ask this hey can you ask that hey how about this how about that uh you just had to, to know how to how to deal with, with them yeah you know yeah for sure and then doing the online improv piano mm. so have you always been i mean i know i'm drifting a, drifting a yeah, little yeah. bit away from med- but no it's, worries, it's good no that medical students have like more to yeah. them than just than like just I'm, good, school. I'm good at school right right like, right yeah so you you do piano. I'm I'm guessing yeah. you, having seen you perform, mm-hmm. you do more than just piano. Or I picked up saxophone for a little while in what's this year, 2021. I picked up in 2020 around January 2020. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I didn't bring it up with me to Georgia because well, you know, living with a roommate on a saxophone, I wouldn't have been that conducive. <laughs> and all. Not, like, but yeah, like having drums, like oh, having yeah. an electronic is a. Uh, do you play often? I, I try to play as often as I can, maybe mm-hmm. like once a week. But good stuff. Good um, stuff. Yeah, I think it's not talent; it's more of <laughs> just having fun. <laughs> just having fun. I, I have had training on drums, but not. I see. I see. But it's more for, and that's why it's electric. Right. I, I prefer. I guess acoustic is yeah normal, mm-hmm. right? but acoustic. obviously. Yeah. I don't have roommates and I don't right. share walls, but right. I do have kids. Yes. <laughs> you don't want them banging and, and slanging. And I'm sure that. a saxophone, you know, playing a song and uh, even in the middle of the day, I'm sure mm. somebody's going to take issue with uh, it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You have downstairs neighbors and next door neighbors and stuff uh, like that. Yeah. You know how the apartment complexes are set up. I don't want right. to be um, a nuisance, so I, I kept it with a keyboard. So, I could plug in my headphones if needed. So you, you practice, but do you, do you like perform too, or what's, um, what's the? Uh... So far, I've I've had two, uh, let's say three performances here in Georgia. I played at our pinning ceremony mm-hmm. yeah. in Tom Five. I played with my friend Cam Vance at uh, Wild Wings Cafe about two weeks ago. Oh, okay. So we nice. did uh, a few country, modern country selections and stuff. It went okay. down really well. They yeah, appreciated nice. it. And then last week, Friday, I played at my old preceptor, Dr. Longboy. He was having a Christmas party. Oh, nice. And when I was on his rotation, obviously, we were talking a lot. And he asked me, you know, what do I do outside of school? I spoke to him about playing piano. And then he would be, he, he was like, oh, wow, well, you should come play sometime for us. And I was like, well, yeah, I'll come bring my piano to the Christmas party. <laughs> and and we'll, we'll have some fun. So I did that. That's awesome. And that was performance number three, I guess, if you count that. <laughs> I thought I had heard that you guys might play with your church. Oh, yes, I do. I also play with a church. I play at Hope Church, yeah. Oh, okay. Hope Church, Warner Robins. Great. Good church family there. I've been playing there since around March. March is here. Do you like playing country? Yes, I do. I do. Okay. I love I, country music. You never right? know. Like yeah, country yeah. music is uh, yeah. a refined taste. It is. It is. It is definitely. <laughs> I don't know if refined is the word I use. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't hate country, but right. there's like certain country that... Yeah. It is the older style, like mm. very old, like John Denver. Yeah. And then you got the newer stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to dive too much into that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't mind country music at all. I, I have a wide, um, a wide palette. Oh, yeah, good, diverse good. palette in terms of music. So speaking of like Dr. Lomboy, I've mm-hmm. had a, had a few people on who've had Dr. Lomboy. Right. What was your experience like? Oh, it was great. It was phenomenal. You know, he he made us. 
into some some great students because he gave us so much independence we would have to get to the Perry Hospital for around 7 because he would get there at like 7.45 or so. Okay. We'd have to get there and pre-round on the patients, go and check on them, speak to them, check their chart, uh, give them any updates, and then give him any updates. But <laughs> he would already know the updates. Oh, okay. It was like he would, he would read the chart before he came into the hospital at home and then come in and ask us specific questions, like oh, things okay. we should be looking at in, in the chart. We'd round on those patients and we'd also be experiencing very rapid fire questions, you know, yeah, his style. Quote, unquote, pimping. Yeah, pimping, yeah. yeah. Pimping. And he also made us do presentations uh, three days a week or so. He would, he would tell us to pick a topic, whether it be CHF or MI, atrial fibrillation, diabetes, etc. And we'd have to present on everything from pathophysiology to treatment and management. And symptoms and diagnosis. Yeah. <laughs> How long would those presentations take? Uh, they would usually take about, I would say, 20 minutes because he really? would be interjecting at certain times okay. and well, like asking questions. Streaming along at 20 minutes. I feel like you could do like hours <laughs> on some of those topics. Trust me, you could, yeah. Oh my gosh. You could, but you had to keep it, you had to keep it concise and keep it high yield for the, for the most part. Yeah, clinically re- relevant as well. What what is some like the hands on stuff? I mean, you mentioned talking to patients, right? But like any other hands on stuff that you got to do while you were Dr. Lomboy? Mm, uh, we we did a lot of chatting. He allowed us to do chatting. I don't know if you'll count that as okay. hands on. But in terms of like administering vaccines or or doing any any other things like that, no, we didn't. I think one student had told me they were able to do like a rectal exam. Ah, like I did actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He let us do uh, prostate exams. Prostate, okay. Yeah, digital rectal exam um, on, on his colonoscopy patients. And seeing those colonoscopies was also cool. We got to see two of them. Yeah, he's a really unique guy. I mean, yeah. internal medicine mm-hmm. and being able to do that because that's generally right. GI. Yeah. Maybe a general basically, surgeon does that. Basically, but... yeah. He was explaining to us that he had to he had to get certified to do that when he just started because there was I think that he said there was nobody else around who yeah. who was doing that in that area. Yeah, because Perry is is a smaller town. Right. It's yeah. Not, Perry it's not is really that town. far from Houston, but it's mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was it was good with Doctor Longboy in in the clinic as well, seeing patients on your own. He would ask you, "What do you think is going on? What's your diagnosis? What would you like to do next? What would you like to give them?" And then he let us go into the chart and 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 pick medications and oh so gosh. forth. I mean, after his review, of course. Oh, okay. He would be like, like picking. Yeah, he'd be like, "Okay, you need to you need to start on and this medication, uh, <laughs> twenty grams, you know, twice a day, twenty milligrams twice a day, whatever." And and order CMP and CBC okay. as well, you know. So we'll do that. That was that was very fun. Made you feel like uh, a resident physician, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I I had uh, I had asked the office to put me with him because I right. heard so many people have, yeah. had had him. And yeah. There are two different doctors that kind of do the inpatient, outpatient, right? Not non hospitalist, yeah. non sub yeah. specialty, and it's like Dr. Lomboy and Dr. Shekarapa. Yeah, correct. And I had nothing against Dr. Shekarapa. Right. Uh, and I apologize if I'm butchering his name. That might be half the reason why I felt like <laughs> But like Dr. Lomboy just sounded like he gave you so many more opportunities to grow. Uh, and so mm-hmm. I uh, feel did, did I, I feel make you. a bad choice by picking him? No, up? I think you made a great <laughs> choice by picking Dr. Lomboy. Apart from being a, a great doctor and a great teacher, he's a he's a great person as well. Okay. He's a devout Catholic, 
and he wow. would take you for lunch. He took us for lunch about three times. He invited me to a Christmas brunch <laughs> yesterday. He gave me a Christmas gift. It was it was really good. He's a he's a good man. He's a good man. Dr. Okay. Longboy. I'm really looking forward to that. I, I think that's my after my OB. That's my, my next you have one. internal. Got you. Do you know Got what you. your next one is after? After you... internal, I have surgery. Okay. Which would be good for me to decide if this is really what I want to do. Okay, so you're, you're, you're going to test, you're gonna test, test the, the waters, surgery versus definitely. internal. Okay. Yeah, then I could decide fully and start to tailor my resume. You know, start to fork out some research papers and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Get that CV up. Yeah, I I don't envy, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat, but right. I don't envy any of us for... Because there's so much uh, you learn in your basic sciences mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that it's exciting. You learn all these kind of cool things, and when you're in third year, you get to apply a lot of them. Yeah. At least you see it being applied a lot. Yeah, yeah. And then if you want to go into surgery mm-hmm. or, like, let's say, like orthopedics and dermatology, you get very specialized in those little areas. Very, very specialized, and I don't want yeah. to say little, but like you get specialized in that area. Right. And you kind of... But you have to perform well to get into those you spaces. Do. Like you, you have, have to have do well a really on good step score. one, yep. step two, and, yep. and then you basically turn around and kind of forget <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of what you, yeah, uh, what you had to know front and front and back. And so, yeah. it's, I hope I don't think he's gonna mind me saying it, but um, a friend, you know, you know Chris, Chris, yeah. Uh, when I when I first met him, like starting medical school, he was uh, I think all all in for orthopedic surgery. Ah, and I see. he's smart. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> like yeah. He, I think he has all the numbers to get himself there if he okay. really wanted good to. Stuff, good stuff. But yeah. like as he was transitioning into Warner Robbins, he was like, I've learned all this stuff in pathology, mm-hmm. like third and fourth term, mm-hmm. like and it's all interesting. I would hate to have to like forget about it. I would hate to, to not apply I see. it. I like see. and so he is now I think I don't have talked to him lately, but mm-hmm. I think he's teetering between that surgery and that internal uh, medicine about yeah. internal medicine, yeah. Because you get get to apply apply everything, that. yeah. That that's where it's at. That's where it's at, definitely for <laughs> internal medicine. I share the same sentiments in in that regard, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, and I I appreciate the lifestyle, yeah. Because I, I, sometimes you kind of forget about. Mm-hmm. Like you're in medical school, we're, we're working a lot, but eventually you're going to have a family. You're gonna, yes, and exactly. you're going to want to see your kids grow you up will. at some you point. You want to go to their, their <laughs> soccer games and their, their recitals and, yeah. and stuff like that. So so it's it's good that you're kind of thinking about it. Cause yeah, it, that's very important for me. So how do you, you already answered the question, residency in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Are you are you just going to kind of shotgun your residency applications, do you think? Or are you just, what, what do you mean by shotgun? Uh, like pepper, like anything and everything that falls into your... Like if you let's say you want to do internal medicine, right? Any residency program that offers internal medicine, you're just going oh, to do an application to. Oh, I'm definitely or do you looking. Like, gonna focus like I want to be in the southeast, yes. or the east coast. I'm or... definitely going that 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 route uh, in terms of regional, regional, um, the regional approach because I'm looking for somewhere warm, <laughs> as close um, to home as possible. Uh, so Florida is not bad. Georgia, oh. I could tolerate Georgia weather. Okay, it doesn't get too too cold the cold is somewhat manageable okay i could tolerate it here and i like it here in warner robbins won't mind um doing residency in like navicent hospital okay. uh, atrium health um, yeah and we have a lot of trinity students there yeah a lot there. of trinity students go there or emory in atlanta those are oh, yeah, those two are yeah um on my list i mean i don't have a list yet no but. <laughs> 
set on my, about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's it's on gonna, my mind. It's going to come up on you. It point, will. You it do, will. Like you said, you, you have five weeks left of internal mm -hmm. your, your surgery, surgery, 12 weeks of surgery. Yep. And then you, I think you said OBP, so family med. Yeah, I have family med next and psychiatry last. Oh, okay. Yeah, luckily. So you actually, thankfully, ho hopefully have a little bit of time to To decide, yeah, definitely, <laughs> um, definitely. But it's good. I mean, it's obviously all coming up and we're going to... Hopefully, all get good opportunities right. to see some elective yes. uh, uh, elective pro, uh, rotations yes. post step two. Post uh, step two, yep, yep, yep. Um, About that though, our step our step two would be much um much significant, wouldn't it? Because step one is going pass fail next year. We might it, be. You know, there's a lot of rumors, but I think definitely step two is going to be very valuable. Yeah, it would be, especially in our match, will likely be mm -hmm. um, pass fail with people like us have three-digit scores right um, right i don't know how programs are going to look at people like that yeah and there's a lot lots of back and forth back and whether, forth yep whether they're just going to ignore your step score or they're going to filter it by your step one by score step and then one, do by step two, two yeah. but how they're going to do that yeah. so i think you're probably right step mm. two is going to be very mm. critical yeah we have to make the best of it yeah yeah we'll, we'll have seven weeks to study and take it yeah hopefully seven uh, weeks Seven weeks, almost exactly. Uh, you, so you walked it out already. I, I, I you know, had to time it out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you like finish you could, on July 15th. July 15th, mm -hmm. trip, you take your last shelf. Mm -hmm. And then you have seven weeks until September 5th. Okay. So September 5th will take you 27 to 28 weeks till the last week in, so March 31st. Right. And you have to have everything done by March 31st in oh, order for to real. graduate and match. Because you start your residency at match in September. Yeah, you apply for the match in September. But you have to have all your electives done by, by March, March 31st. 31st. Correct. So, and it's 27 to 28 weeks. And there's electives. also like a week of vacation somewhere yeah, in there as well. Yeah, around December. Yeah, there's two in, two weeks in December. Right. And so you have to start by the 5th of September in order to basically make it. From March. To March 31st. That's when you have to start electives. Yeah. Okay. And so that gives you about seven weeks. Right. But what about the residency application itself? When so, is that cutoff point? So you well you start you start filling out the documentation September first mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and they go live to the programs the end of September. End of September. So yeah. you have until the end of September to get your step two score. Correct. Okay. And how long does that take? Two to three weeks? Oh, you, like you, you, now you're verging in the information <laughs> I do not have. <laughs> uh, this is like all stuff I have like questions about too. Okay. It's like, I think it will probably take two to four weeks just two like to step four one. Weeks. Okay. So, so um, probably be I safe too. If the school has a clearance, mm -hmm. you know, where uh, you had to apply for your permit. I see all then, that stuff. Yeah. So I don't know about any of that stuff. <laughs> so maybe safer to take it last week in August also. Get yeah. That's what I was, I was planning on. In middle September. Yeah. Uh, I would. I was thinking August, and that way I can just clean slate it and just yeah. go straight into to electives, electives and not have to worry about uh, about that time. Because I think you have to have step two in order to do your electives. I see. I see. I see. Actually, I was speaking to to John. I wish he was here. He told me that he wanted to start electives. He did start electives. He didn't oh, okay. get the step two scores yet. Oh, okay. So he maybe... spoke to Doctor Zubro, and Doctor Zubro allowed him to start electives um, okay. without right. getting his score yet. Uh, he said, you know, well, if you don't pass, well, we'll just take you out. But don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but John is like an exceptional student. He's as a well. great student. Yeah, he's yeah. a hard worker. He's a hard worker. Um, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. good to know. He's a hard worker. So what's your, been your favorite rotation so far? 
my favorite rotation so far, um, I would have to say I am with Dr. Longboy. Okay. That was my all-time favorite. But I did have a really, really good time with both Dr. Das and Dr. Brooks. Those are good people as well, especially Dr. Brooks, because his clinic had a really nice environment. They were really friendly up there. And I, I visited them about two times since leaving the oh, rotation. Okay. Yeah, and they were they were really happy to see me and stuff. That's awesome. Just went by to chit chat yeah, and OBGYN. stuff. Yeah, he's like the only guy OBGYN that takes he, male, male students, students, which is great. Yeah, yeah. But yeah and I, I, we clinic. both had Doctor Das. I think mm-hmm. uh, I, you can speak for yourself. I I loved his yes. morning rounds. Yes, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and those questions his and stuff was okay. Like mm-hmm. he Decent. was he was working. He was trying to get through all his patients yeah. and get home at a reasonable hour. Right. Yeah. But like for sure, the hospital hospital morning rounds. Morning was rounds like, yeah. You learn the most. You, you see did. The most. Yep. Yeah. He'd be like, okay, tomorrow we're talking about anemia, so go home and read up. <laughs> all your did, did he follow up on some of those? Like, so there was, was plenty of days where he'd be like, we're going to talk about jaundice. And, and then, he like, forgot? And he forget. <laughs> <laughs> I would remind him, honestly. I would remind him every oh, day. Oh, okay. You're, you're a much better person than I am. <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah. going to look like an idiot. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted all that knowledge, man. Oh, I, I, yeah, I wanted all the knowledge, but I didn't want, to, I didn't want the critical. Because like, he, <laughs> he does this thing where he'd be like, what are the five mm-hmm. key things you need to know about jaundice? Yeah. And then he would kind of rattle off a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and you were, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm afraid to ask him to repeat. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I merged like multiple steps into like one. I, I like, see, I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was, I learned a lot. I, I did decent right. on the, the shelf. Good, uh, good, good. Glad to hear and that. I think yeah. easily that was the, because I've done, OB and right. OB, I've done psych, family medicine, and now peds. Right. Easily, that in-person experience was, was, was like more so directly like questions were on the shelf. Ah, I learned yes, in yeah. The, in like, real life, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, usually yeah. like the in-person, you learn a lot of like mm-hmm. the practice of medicine, mm-hmm, but it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily benefit you to pass for the, the shelf. shelf. Yeah, Doctor Das was very deliberate in teaching for mm-hmm. the shelf, so he would be like, "Okay, this would be on your shelf exam." Yeah, like, <laughs> a lot of the time. So was he, he like watching over your shoulder in clinic too? Like, cause I have, uh, I noticed uh, he, if I was with a PCOM student mm-hmm. and he was sitting down, I noticed he would like stare at their computer screen sometimes oh, to and like see what they were doing. going for like inky cards or yeah. something like he would try to like see what they're doing yeah yeah, yeah yeah he did that to me too because <laughs> i would do anki and you all on my phone he would also encourage us all the time to do you all he'll be like you could do your you all questions you know between patients you do two questions every day by the end of the day you finish 40 <laughs> questions <laughs> I, I think i disappointed him mm. in that regard because like i started with him first mm-hmm. and so my my process I don't like to do questions until uh, I've done content for yeah. you. Yep. Because otherwise, I'm the I feel same like I'm way. just spinning through. I'm the same way. Yeah, getting them wrong, and and you have the opportunity to get them right if you had just did did some reading before. You yeah. Know? And so, like, I think he was like, "Oh, you're gonna do questions." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and I think by day two, he was like, "You didn't you didn't do online first, did you?" I'm uh, like, "No, no. I, I this is like straight right, in." <laughs> right. And then he was like, "Ah." Like, okay, I think he went a little easier on me from that point on. I see, um, I see. I also told him that PEDS was my first ever rotation too. So (laughs) I think he helped me um, get into the swing of things. Yeah, he he was nice. And then he... um, I'm thankful that Mm -hmm. he put... Did you you get a chance to review his feedback? Yes, I did. Okay, yeah. Yeah, on um, what's Uh, called New Innovation. Yeah, Yeah. I did, I did. And it's nice to actually have a preceptor put in the information yeah, and something exactly. you can look at and be like okay exactly um and i'm sure like there's all 
great things. Right. It's all stuff like, I want my residency programs to hear that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I want them to see that in me because, like, I'm not sure in a three-hour interview I'm going to go get that across. Exactly, exactly. If you can just copy and paste. (laughs) (laughs) Get all those preceptor evals in there. It's a great, very important part of thought, yeah, making great impressions so that you could could have a strong application in the end. I really like... I mean, all through medical school, you and uh, the other Vinci's, uh, Carmold and Akil, you guys all, you, you all seem to have a good time. Mm-hmm. But Always. you also all seem to be like, you're in it. Like, Definitely. you're there to, you're there to learn as much yeah. as you can. You're not like, I'm not really interested in this part of medicine. Right. So, I'm, you right. know, whatever. Yeah. That's but you guys very all important. seem like, you're, yep. in, you're in it for every, every piece for of For everything, everything. Give us all the knowledge. We'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. I mean, that's how I am with life, too. I like to, to experience many things, you know, so I did roller skating last weekend. I never did that before, but where I had do you, to. Where do you roller skate? Was at, it Rigby's? At Rigby's, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Rigby's with was good. With the four? With the... I tried both of them, oh, okay. actually. Four and the blades, yeah. Skates and blades. It was it was uh, quite an experience. I fell down a number of times. So so the next stop, obviously, is going to be the Canadians taking you out for ice skating. Ice skating, yeah. <laughs> I would love to try that as well. And rock climbing. Well, we're supposed to do rock climbing. Yeah, next, I yeah. think Patrick's working on yeah. rock climbing. and Skydiving, all those things. I want to do all those uh, things, man. Well, I might not be there for the skydiving. <laughs> I, <laughs> I definitely want to do Maybe all those things. Maybe once in my life. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, obviously, the first time you, you're strapped to somebody else. Yes, exactly. Doing it by yourself. Yeah. But, I mean, just the experience. You can do the squirrel suit? <laughs> have you seen those? I have, yeah. <laughs> that would, I, I would I would do it. You would do it? I, all in, all in, bro. Me? <laughs> all in, trust me. Yeah, I, I would definitely recommend um, at least maybe watching a hockey. Have you seen a hockey game? I have not seen uh, a hockey maybe, game. Maybe no. seen a hockey game. First. I went to my first uh, American football game though. You went to see the, You went to Atlanta. Yeah, I did. I, don't think I went I've to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah, I've never. I, I've never seen a, a professional NFL. Game. Ah. So you you've gotten one on me on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I it's not quite the same. You've been to soccer matches. I I take it. In Saint Vincent, but not like a big. Big uh, like MLS, MLS or, or Europe or, or, okay. or Champions League, but that's on the list I'm as well. I'm sure you guys like get pretty excited. We do, yeah. Simmons <laughs> and soccer matches are pretty heated as well. Yeah, I mean, it's NFL is a little bit. I feel like the fans are a little bit more subdued uh, versus the, uh, like soccer. Like right. I, I've been to baseball games mm-hmm. and like the fans, you know, you're there to cheer right. and whatnot, but like soccer matches like the energy is there a whole yeah. level trust of like me, participation me. on the the fans part it is so that's that's awesome sure. so you you've actually been even all over the place you've uh, taken great advantage of being and then in the u.s yeah. like the six flags oh uh, no i didn't go you know you didn't go i didn't go no oh, we okay. we always planned to go but we never we never actually oh, okay. followed through we planned to go to the botanical gardens as well but we didn't follow through with it <laughs> Yeah. I didn't even know they had a mechanical but Yeah. Mechanical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, St. Vincent's has one. St. Vincent has one, yeah. There's one in Atlanta and they light it up just like St. Vincent. And they charge I think like forty dollars a ticket to go to see the lights. Yeah. Oh man. But it's a good time I hear. It's a really good time. Okay. They have like live music and, and concerts and stuff up there as well. All inclusive. So I want to, I guess, because we're getting close to that hour mark. Uh, okay. I just wanted to wrap it up. So given your experiences so far in clinical period and in medical school so what what would you change mm-hmm. and what advice would you give someone else who's someone kind of following else. your footsteps okay i would definitely change my approach in terms of the first two years of medical school i would try my best to do like flashcards from an earlier point of uh, okay. earlier point in time to recall all that biochemistry and anatomy <laughs> 
because I'm not going to lie. After I got past Tom 1 with biochemistry and Tom 2 with anatomy and physiology and stuff, I really had to, unfortunately, relearn a lot of it when I was studying for CBSE and Tom 5. Oh, okay. And that could have been avoided if I was uh, doing flashcards on a consistent basis, you know, every day, refreshing my biochem, refreshing my anatomy, keeping up with, with the work that I already covered. That would have made the process easier and could have probably improved my score a little bit. But in terms of things I would keep the same, I would definitely, definitely still take it relatively easy on myself because it's not going to be hard on yourself. Too hard on yourself, I would say. To the point where you're always stressed and you're always anxious about grades and studying and beating yourself up all the time. I, I had a good time balancing school and fun and music and friends and going out and so forth. And I think that helped a lot. It kept me calm and it also kept me motivated. Because, you know, if you, if you have a test on Monday, my motto was always to take Friday off. I would oh, okay. always take Friday off. Test on Monday, Friday was off still. So I'd be like, okay, well, you're taking Friday off. You know, you have to study too hard tomorrow. You know, you have to study hard on Sunday. So I would, I would really get it done Saturday and Sunday. But yeah, it's really important to take time to unwind. Because, I mean, if you if you get through it and you're not happy and you're stressed, then, you know, what's the point? Do you, uh, before you answer that last question about what advice you'd give someone else, mm -hmm. um, unless that was the advice, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> what do you feel like our term helped? Is there anything like, I'm going to try to put this in context. So mm. I thought, I felt like our term, there was a lot of high achievers yes. and maybe like maybe you and I come up moldy <laughs> and uh, Kilo were part of these people as mm -hmm. well. But mm -hmm. it, I was not the high achiever. I was not on the top of the bell curve. Right. I was somewhere in the middle. Right. But being in our term, it forced me to, continue to like work towards that to work top hard. of the bell curve right. because I felt yeah. like if you if you were just content staying in the middle and then you get left soon behind, enough yeah. you would be on the tail mm -hmm. and then you would be out. Yep, you'd be left behind. Definitely. Uh, you hit the nail on the head right there. Yeah. <laughs> it was to me that was a just a huge blessing. It was, uh, it was a curse. It was. <laughs> it was yeah, a, yeah, a blessing and a curse. A, yeah. Made me a, a better medical student. I, I agree. Think, I agree. Kept us working hard to stay up stay up with the the, the class, you know. Definitely. And I'm sorry. Did you? Did you? Did you? Uh, you answered the what advice you say? Take Friday off. Oh uh, yeah, I would. I would say definitely take time to unwind and and not be too hard on yourself. You know, other other advice I would give um, would be to make it memorable. Definitely make it memorable. Okay. Make the best of every opportunity. Make good friends because you know friends you make in these situations. You know, uh, are friends for life usually. Anything that you would think that like uh, another fellow Vinci mm -hmm. might need to know in order to get to where you're at? Uh, I definitely think that uh, from a from a Vincentian point of view, I think that Trinity is a good place to go to get the the MD done. If you want to be a doctor, I mean the US is good, yes, but in terms of quality, I don't know. I can't speak for the quality of the education, but at the end of the day. We all taking the same test. We yeah. all taking the same step one. We all mostly exposed to the same knowledge, and there are great professors there. And it's a five year program, and I just think you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so I would definitely encourage um, Vinci's to take advantage of Trinity. It's right there on the island. You could stay home for the first two years, which is very very <laughs> advantageous. I'm sure, that's nice. Yeah, definitely. You don't have to worry about rent and moving out. At the same time, you would have to sacrifice, like you know. 
that college life that a lot of young people look forward to, you know, parties yeah. and stuff like that. It's a that, little but... overrated, my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thanks for coming on, Jivan. Yeah, no problem you, at all. Any, anything else you want to say? or that Yeah, that's good. You have a lot that's of your good. time already. I appreciate it. It was good, <laughs> yeah. It was good talk. Thank you for having me on yeah. this podcast, Thank man. Thank you. Yep.